When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, they know, they remember, and they know, Joe. Plus, if you can like, I've never share. been so happy for pain in my life. <laughs> plus if you can like share subscribe follow or do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at the lakers fast break pop culture cosmos where we cover the latest news and trends of pop culture and i've got a great episode coming right at you on monday covering ces and so much more plus inside sports fantasy football we'll get right on the right track after the tragedy we'll go ahead and talk about the closing of the fantasy football leagues how everything ended up MVPs for fantasy football, and of course, everything that went down this season, the best of, and also an outlook for the playoffs as well. Plus, also as well, game source, and of course, everything that we do right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Please like and subscribe. We lost a ton of subscribers on our last episode last night because, well, we decided to kick all of them out that were being naughty. So we lost a few subscribers, so we could use some back. So if you haven't subscribed yet, please go ahead and subscribe today. Wherever you get your podcast, whether it's YouTube, Trovo, Twitch, Twitter, or wherever you get your podcast, including our fans on Facebook, and a big shout out to them as well. Plus, again, our good friends at LakersBall.com. Go ahead and check out Joe Soro today at LakersBall.com. That's Ox1947. And if you want your lawn transformed into something much more beautiful than it is today, just go ahead and check out Symblades. Symblades with the Y.com. Also, as well, I want to mention, again, we had a great time. I will tell you, the second half, you should have watched Joe and I on the Lakers Fast Break live watch party right there at Playback.tv. You missed a great time. Joe and I were all over the place, just like this team, just like this game. What a fantastic game. And you can go ahead and check it out with us each and every time out at Playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. Plus, Lakerholics.com. Go ahead and check out Jamie Sweet and Laker Tom at Lakerholics.com, our good friends in the Hoop Heads Podcast Network. And if you could support all of that, it is sincerely appreciated. Well, Joe has got some wings in his future, and I do too. Although I'll have to do it here. I'll go and buy some from Buffalo Wild Wings and then bring it over here because 
you know what? Joe and I owe you out there some wings or some wing eating, I should say, because the Lakers came into tonight on a back-to-back, a little bit tired, but you know what? They're riding high on a four-game win streak with the playoffs now clearly in sight. The play-in is now clearly in sight because the Lakers, after tonight's game, where they went into Sacktown, making sure they can go ahead and get out the victory. And sure enough, they did great offensive performance from the team. Defense, as you saw, was not at a premium tonight for both sides. But the Lakers prevent Sacktown from lighting that beam and gutting it out with a tremendous team victory tonight, 136-134. to The Lakers now go to 19-21, and right smack dab in that mix between 6-10. to They are now in the conversation squarely for the first time all season long. We can now start talking realistically about the NBA playoffs because the Lakers are firmly entrenched in that conversation after a brilliant, hard-fought, awesome game and a very, very hard-fought 136-134 to 134 victory over the Sacramento Kings. A tremendous team performance. I'm going to run down the stars. Of course, it starts with LeBron James, 14-28, still struggling from outside as far as the three is concerned, but 8-9 for the line, 37 points overall, plus 13 on the plus-minus, eight rebounds, seven assists, and sometimes he had to play center because of the foul trouble that we had. Thomas Bryant, what a tremendous game for him. What hustle. The guy was absolutely gassed, but still gave it his all. 29 points, 14 rebounds, a tremendous performance by him. Dennis Schroeder, again, with another fantastic game. 7 of 7 from the line, 4 of 5 from 3, 8 of 11 overall, 27 points and a plus 13 for him. And Russell Westbrook off the bench, plus 13 for him, 23 points and 15 assists. And again, the Lakers pull out the game in a mere seconds with some clutch free throws by Dennis Schroeder, 136 to 134. And Zangerstein and everybody else in the chat room, the best Lakers chat room that is out there. There's nothing better than right here at the Lakers fast break. Thomas Bryant is now playing out of his mind. Dennis Schroeder has been playing absolutely superb. Russell Westbrook is giving you what you need off the bench. And here today to talk about all the great things, including all the heart and soul that, that Juan, Terrell, Terrence, Zangerstein, they're all talking about It's a good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today at Simblades with a Y.com and of course Lakersball.com. It is Joe Sorrow. And Joe, again, this is the first time you and I can really, really start talking all season long about the Lakers being in the playoff mix. This was, I would say, the most entertaining game of the year. As great as the Milwaukee game was, this was this reminded me of game five. I know I'm going a little bit above. It's it, that was a playoff game. This is a regular season game, but I kept getting the Denver Nugget Laker game five in 2009 Western Conference Finals feel where every quarter there was a tie score. Now, in this particular game, the Lakers were down one after one and were tied at the end of the first half. 
tied at the end of the third. And I mean, they ran that back and forth until right around the four minute mark. And they pretty much continued it till the end. And it was a, to say this win was important uh, is putting it lightly for two reasons. Number one, Sacramento had been whooping our rear ends for a better part of a year. Uh, they were whooping it even worse the last four meetings, including the preseason. The Lakers played a back-to-back -to -back game tonight from L.A. to Sacramento with LeBron playing back-to-back -back and really couldn't stop the Kings. But they couldn't stop the Lakers either. Yes. It was not a and defensive showcase. By no, it was means. not. And the Lakers are – they're in a stage right now where their confidence – is so visible, whether it's Dennis Schroeder, or is it Schroeder? Is it Schroeder? It's Schroeder. It's Schroeder, right? I want to yes. pronounce it correctly if he's going to be my <laughs> Laker player. Dennis Schroeder, <laughs> Thomas Bryant. LeBron you weren't doing... saying that for the Sacramento Kings players. Well, I, that, that's we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute here. <laughs> the future starters, stable starters, Thomas Bryant, Dennis Schroeder, LeBron James, these guys came and they played and they played well. And Russell Westbrook came off the bench and dropped 15 dimes and minus a couple of boneheaded plays, played absolutely phenomenal basketball. And the team played phenomenally ba phenomenal basketball. I, 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 I said during playback that I, I was, even before it was all said and done, I was very, very, very proud of this team. And I hate to have to pick one out of the group to be the player of the game, but we have to go with Thomas Bryant. Thomas Bryant won this game. The cuts on that kid today. I'm telling you, all, since he's ever, you know, since he got into the starting role, just man, the efforts there. Unbelievable. It was, it was, it was an effort that was playoff-esque. He made a rebound. Uh, I believe it was at the beginning or the right around the mid fourth quarter time. I didn't look, get a chance. I usually, I'm good at looking at the time when, when those plays happen, but right around mid fourth quarter where he contorted his body, didn't cause an over, over the back, got the rebound and jumped it back in. Actually, the, I, Rodman might not be the right pick. It, it, it reminded me of Kobe's re rebound in the San Antonio series where he missed the shot. Fish got the rebound. Fish shot the shot. Kobe went to the rim contorted himself, got the rebound and put it back. It was, it was just absolutely everything that I asked for, everything that I yearn for when it comes to these guys playing the way they're supposed to play. And tonight the Lakers played basketball the way basketball was meant to be played. And they had a opponent that was going toe to toe during a game like this. I will admit I am obnoxious and I hate the other team. But when we, when the dust settles and the game is over, you also got to give De'Aaron Fox, Sabonis, and that crew a lot of credit because they made this game one of the best games of the season for me anyways, and not just a Laker game, just in general. This was a phenomenal game for a January regular season game. I, I was thoroughly, thoroughly entertained. 
The product was amazing tonight, minus obviously the defensive situation there. And the refs. Tell us about uh, the, the refs. refs. The refs made up. <laughs> the refs made up for that boneheaded call on Westbrook. He did not get fouled on that first hit. He did no. not get fouled. Okay, he got fouled on the second one, and it would have been continuation, and he probably would have missed the second shot, but I would have rather have gone that route where we had two for sure instead of having to sweat Schroeder at the end with 3.6 seconds left. But we won. I'm not going to dwell on that. I don't care. Okay? We're here to talk about the Lakers because it wasn't just this game. This game was the topper. But the Lakers have been playing amazing basketball without Anthony Davis. What does that mean now? If Anthony Davis returns next week, which I've been hearing some noise that he may, you are now going to see... I'm sorry, Joe. The gotta be the shoes has the quote of the day. He called. Uh, maybe it's now time to trade or think about trading Anthony Davis. <laughs> I thought that was just killer. Gotta be that, the shoes call of the night on that. I get the logic there, <laughs> but Anthony that's living. Day that's gotta go. that's living in the moment a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> that's just awesome. No, I, I want you guys. Though, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, yes, Joe and I will be eating wings. Yes, we will plan a day. Yes, we're going to plan a day. This one's going to be a little bit more strategic, guys. I don't know when this will happen. The reason why I'm saying that is I need someone to be, I I need a a good communication set up there because if I'm going to do the, you know, if I'm going to do the contest, it's got to be there. I mean, I could do it at my house or my studio. But it's not the same. You need like a like an audience, and you need that whole kind of charade of hey, you got to eat twelve wings with an audience around you, and things like that. And I want to make sure that the production value is really, really good. I will promise you that I'll get it done between now and the end of the season. Uh, when I don't know, I'll have to figure out who will be able to help me with uh, with having again. Uh, a and good- I will go get some, and I will have it right here with a lot of hot sauce included. So I will. Well, it's with it's you. it's. I'm just happy I've eaten it before, so my body has a little bit of acclimation to it. But I've never done it without ranch, and I've never done it without drinking something. So this this is gonna hurt. This is gonna be pro- much different than the one chip challenge. The one chip challenge. Some have said I cheated, but I didn't because I always already told you guys I was already going to prepare for this thing. I had a milkshake before and during the one chip challenge, so it wasn't <laughs> that catastrophic. But at the same time, my body can handle spice, so combination of the body handling it and a little bit of uh, you know preparation helped. But this one, this one's going to burn. This one's going to burn pretty good, and I don't. I might not make it through twelve. I might witch out with the with the other letter if I'm weak enough. So you guys might see me turn into a, a pumpkin here if, if I can't handle the heat. <laughs> this is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Uh, so you would watch The Tomorrow War before The Matrix? Yes. If you forced me down, you, I was tied into a chair and I had to watch one thing, I would say The Matrix Resurrections. Really? Funny. Yeah, because of all the cutscenes, I could remember what a good movie was like. 
<laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Yes, that's the only reason for the flashbacks, to, to remind you what a good Matrix movie was. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. I will tell you now, it was a great game. Lakers pull it out in the end, 136 to 134. Want to thank everybody for checking us out. I know just earlier, just a couple minutes ago, we just were having our highest number ever on the show. So you see how the win streak, how the... The enthusiasm, just the, the play of the team, it's infectious. People actually want to go ahead and check out and talk about it and, and just check out how others are talking about it. So we, like I said, we just cannot thank enough for the people who stopped on by, even for just a few seconds to check us out because it's always welcome here at the Lakers Fast Break. If you like what we're doing, if you like what we're about, please go ahead and subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. But Joe... Want to, yes, hit the like button. John says it right there. Hope you're feeling better, my friend. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Do whatever you can to help and support us because we really, truly need it right here at the Lakers Fast Break. But the Lakers, I want to ask you this because this, this question came up in our live watch party on playback and has also come up here in the chat. Your thoughts on Thomas Bryant, the effort, the consistency. He has consistently, since he got into that starting lineup, has played well. He's had no stinkers. He's had all effort all the time. He deserves to stay in that starting lineup when Anthony Davis comes back. I mean, let's talk about basketball offenses, setups. Thomas Bryant was as good as I've seen a mid-range center play in a long time. He was making mid-range shots like Chris Paul does. Yeah. And I'm sitting there imagining how much more room he's going to have to do that when AD is back. AD is going to be able to possibly open up some things and also back him up. So imagine you got to guard a almost seven-foot player who's got this kind of energy, who's got a lot of motivation to play lights out this year because he is seeing a 15 to $20 million contract coming. If Thomas Bryant plays like this the rest of the year, that's what's in his future. So if I'm his agent, I'm telling him, Tom, Tommy, you if you can translate this for the rest of the year, you are going to get a four-year, 60 to $80 million contract. And as a Laker fan... You know, I'm not really thinking about the offseason at this point with how they've been playing. I'm thinking about this year. But if Thomas Bryant and things fall in place, can't believe I'm saying this, but if things fall in place to the point where the main cogs stay healthy and we've got some momentum going into the playoffs, I mean, we're going to have an interesting run here. LeBron is just playing well and hasn't looked a day over 30. <laughs> So the chemistry's there. The confidence is there. Darvin Ham, and I know Zanger's been really, really down on his on, on Darvin Ham's lineups with these uh, shorter players, but he really he did. He did another. He's trying, guys. Today. He's he's trying. Okay, Lonnie Walker's out. Reeves is out. He's really trying. That's why he had uh, Toscano Anderson in there. Unfortunately, he was not good. 
or he was somewhat decent on defense, but he wasn't good. He just plus minus. Uh, he was a minus. He was he was a pretty nine. bad one. He was yeah. His plus minus was pretty bad. Uh, so I I don't I don't know what else Darvin Ham can do. I, I'm not gonna put any any blame on the lineups with him. I'd say maybe I balked a little bit with uh, Beverly's involvement in there. I think Beverly somewhat gives us a four on five four on five disadvantage on offense because he's so bad there. And if anything, that Rob and Jeannie really need to evaluate that and and try to see if we can get some freaking guy that we can trade for here. Come on. I mean, you got $13 million there. You got to find something for that money somewhere. It's just, I going back to Brian again, I, he's, I've always liked Brian. I've always liked Thomas's first stint with us when he was in Washington. He just has a, a glow, a, a positiveness in, in terms of just being a really good teammate and a guy who plays his butt off. We drafted him. We drafted him guys. This is something that we keep forgetting about the Lakers the last decade. We have done, we have found some amazing players late in the rounds. And a, a, a player like this doing what he's doing, this is not just some guy. This is someone who's really who, who is a bona fide NBA player. And I'm just hoping that he continues this stays healthy and please God, if we can just get ADB healthy the rest of the way, we have a fantastic shot to make some noise. Now are we, too, are we at that area now to make some noise? We are in that area. You have to seriously talk about us because we are in that mix for 10th place. We're tied essentially in a three-way tie for 10th place in the Western conference. Yes. So let's put it that yeah. way. Yeah. I mean, when it yeah. looks right now, as of right now, the Lakers, they have this, they're one percentage point behind Utah. Utah's 20 and 22, Minnesota and the Lakers are 19 and 21, but essentially they're all seven and a half games back. So essentially they are all in 10th place in the Western Conference. And they're, they're seriously only one game behind Phoenix, Golden State, and Portland in the Western Conference. They seriously could be seventh if they win a couple games and things break right. That's all they have and, to do. And I always pay attention to the loss column when it comes to standings that even out. The Lakers have 21 losses where the Jazz have 22. So to me, they're actually in a better position because obviously the Jazz have played, uh, what is it, uh, two extra games? Yeah. So the Lakers have 21 losses, same record as the as the Timberwolves. So they're in my actually, one extra game, one extra game. Is it one extra game? One extra game. 40. So Utah has 42 it's, games it's, in. It's two, and the Lakers have 40. That no, is two. Yeah, yeah, 40. Yeah, 42 yeah. to 40. So yes. we're, we're, we're looking at a, a, a position right now where if those losses stay the same, the Lakers would eventually jump up to number 10, and we're sitting in a, in a play-in position with a first half of the season that has been as tumultuous as you can have in terms of injuries and just overall results of, of certain games. But, man, a lot's going to happen here in the next month, G. We're talking about we're, we're 33 days away from the trade deadline. And if the Lakers are going to, let's say, end up in the sixth spot, I'm just picking a number here, we end up in the sixth spot a month from today. 
what happens then? What do the Lakers management do? If they are rampant and rolling, rolling and rocking, whatever you want to call it, rocking and rolling, in a month, continually getting better, are these guys really going to stand still and not do anything? If they do, it would be a massive travesty. And if LeBron went on TV and said, you guys effing suck, I would be the first guy next to him holding the sign saying, I agree with this guy. 100%. So we've got a lot. We've got a month right now to wait to see how this plays out. Because if this team doesn't have any major injuries, meaning with the guys that are playing right now and we get AD back, I don't see these guys veering off how they've been playing. There's no reason to think they're not going to continue to play like this. I believe they've hit their stride. They've hit some kind of chemistry. They've got some kind of confidence that's been building here. And I don't see how, how they're going to stop playing like this as long as they're healthy enough to do it. They have won every kind of game you want to win. You look at the last five games. They've been on the road. They've played a good team. They've won going games at home against decent teams, bad teams. They've, I mean, come on. You've won close games. You've won games that were neck and neck. You've won every kind of game. And if we want to be greedy, hey, Lakers, win the next two games and let's get the let's get the five hundred. Let's be twenty one and twenty one by next Thursday. How fun would that be? Wouldn't that be awesome to get back to five hundred to be right in the mix in the Western Conference? They are now firmly entrenched in the mix in the Western Conference. So it's really good to see what the Lakers have done. Really come back after such a hard first part of the season uh, and especially with ad out we thought you know joe and i off camera we were saying it when ad got hurt that's it that's all she wrote and then lebron with his coming in and out of the lineup and we just thought it was going to really be a season where you know what we don't know what to do we don't know how to talk to you guys out there because it was looking like it's going to be a rock and a hard place because you can't tank because you don't own the rights to your pick yet you don't have a team that's good enough to compete in the Western Conference. Well, sure enough, the Lakers maybe are playing a little bit over their heads right now without AD, but it sure looks real good. And one player that I think has really come into his own right now, we talked about during the live watch party, is Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder, three back-to-back 20-plus point games, really, really good, shooting very well. I know he can't keep the pace up from behind the arc. I'm not going to ask him to, but the free throws, the drives to the basket are continuous there. As long as he gets us a solid 38 to 40% from behind the arc, that's all I ask. That would go ahead and alleviate some of the problems that would keep the lane open for LeBron and AD when he comes back. Thomas Bryant, the way he's shooting from both inside and outside the arc, Thomas Bryant will go back outside the arc a little bit more when AD comes back. I'm pretty sure of that. But the way that they're playing right now, again, let's let's focus on Dennis Schroeder. We talked so much about Thomas Bryant. Dennis Schroeder receives should receive a lot of praise as well, especially because he hit the last two free throws to win the game for the, for the team. Not only hitting those free throws, he's hitting those free throws all game long, and he's not even touching the rim. I mean, those things are going in Sasha Vujicic in game seven style. So when you're talking about you know, because I look at this, you know, sometimes you got to look at 
not only the result, but you got to look at how the result happened. He's, he is not, he doesn't fear anything. Matter of fact, when he was trying to get the ball, when he went 10 feet, 20 feet to the other side, Westbrook should have given them the ball. That would have wasted a few seconds. He would have got the ball, probably would have been able to hit the free throws before he got fouled and wouldn't have had to worry about it. I'm curious. I'm curious to see the AD. I want to see what happens with AD when he gets back. I'd love to hear some kind of a an idea of what day. Will he be back for the Dallas game? I don't think he's going to be back for the Denver game, but I, I want to know if he's going to be back for the Dallas game. Good point. Oh, Good question on that. Uh, you've got a nice little gap here, guys. It's Saturday. Um, you know, next next week you're playing only two games. So there's going to be a lot of rest here. Um, but I'm still playing a little bit of back and forth on my head with, with Russell Westbrook, even though he played well. Do, do Does a team out there, during, right before the deadline, finally say, okay, guys, the Lakers are not going to give us any draft picks. We got to unload these large contracts that we don't want beyond the next year. I think that's what Rob is waiting for. I think that's what Rob is waiting for. They're all playing chicken. But should the Lakers continue this run for the next month? Should they win three out of every four games for the next month every week? Then you're going to have to move your car should that happen and no one else does. Because we need at least two more guys on this team. Two. We used to say three and four. But there are some guys that are coming through right now. We need two more guys to solidify this team to make me feel like, you know what, we have enough depth, we have enough studs to get into that playoff run, especially with Phoenix uh, hurting, especially with us kind of owning Denver lately, and really everyone else kind of being kind of neophytes in, 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 the, in, in the playoffs, guys like the Kings, guys like the Pelicans, all these, all these freshly new teams. The Lakers have an amazing shot at making a run should they have the correct reinforcements going into the end of the year. Let me ask you this. Do you give Darvin Ham credit for having enough confidence in Max Christie? I know that the team with the injuries probably wouldn't have played him, but he did have to go with him with foul trouble and the injuries right now on the Lakers, the foul trouble that when in Gabriel, he got, he fouled out of the game late in the third quarter. But still, having confidence in Max Christie and Max Christie, yes, he did get burned by Fox a couple times, but he stayed in there. He fought and he challenged some shots at the, in the fourth quarter and his height and reach made quite the difference. Max Christie has lateral movement. He's young. He's 6'6 and long. So if you're talking about Zangerstein yelling to the, to the hills about stop <laughs> playing the midgets, Z, he's, he's, he heard you. He's hearing you. He's watching the film. He's, he's showing it. Uh, my issue with, with, with Darvin Ham from the beginning of the year to now is really more of the, the verbiage, the cliche info, the cliche responses. That always worries me usually with, with uh, people in general, not just coaches. And as of right now, it seems like Darvinham, if anything, has tapped into two players on our team that are known to be temperamental. 
and he's got he's getting every ounce of goodness out of them. One is Westbrook, the other is Dennis Schroeder. So if for anything, Darvin Ham has somewhat harnessed those two guys mentally in a way where they're playing extremely well and their team chemistry is extremely well on top of it. That you got you gotta call it what it is. And I know some have said we're going back and forth, but I, I, I have to I have to reiterate this again, people. I'm all we are only telling you what we've seen. When something changes, we are going to change with it because that's the correct way to interpret this. All as, as we see it. Yeah, as of right now, there has been a change. There has been a change. And for us to say that when AD went down, we were going to have a problem, that is based off of history that's happened the last two years. The fact that it's not happening, at least for the last few weeks, is, is, is different than what we've been used to for two seasons. Two seasons is a lot of material to go with. It's a lot, guys. This is not small. For the last two seasons, when AD has gone down, the Lakers have hurt. They've been hurt. They've hurt themselves, or they've been hurt, I should say. Um, there was a small window, I believe, in 2021 that LeBron had a really good run with the team, but then he got hurt, and then that, that's when everything went to crap. But other than that little small window, which kind of reminds me of now, We've had issues not having AD in there. But a lot of guys are picking up the slack now. A lot of young guys are picking up the slack too. And Darvin Ham is pressing the right mental buttons on this team, and they're motivated. They're motivated, and they're playing with confidence. And, boy, the last few games have been so entertaining. And we can look back on that Miami game and, 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 and possibly see that as a turning point in that confidence that game might have been the, the turning point of the season in terms of the confidence of this team when you had both your, your two pillars out. And beating a good Miami team. I know they're not playing as well as they had in the last few years, but that's still a good team. And you were able to come out a winner, and you just won back-to-back games, and one of them being on a, a – one of them being the back end of, of a road game that you have to travel right – you know, the next day. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very, 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 very happy. And I, 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 you, you've heard me say this a few times. No one wants to be wrong more than me. I, I, I mean that. I'm being honest there. And I'm happy I'm wrong that these guys are coming through in AD's absence. I would love to be wrong when it comes to things like that because it's just it's, – we're about the winning, man. We're about the winning. If you guys can figure it out, then all the, all the be- best blessings – for you because it, it definitely makes for 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 a non-wasted evening, right? We're, I'm very, very fulfilled on a Saturday night watching a phenomenal basketball game in the regular season in the NBA. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers eke out a victory in a shootout, 136 to 134. I love the high scoring. I don't know about you guys. I do love the high scoring. I love a 136 to 134 shootout anytime the Lakers can pull it out. It is Gerald Glassford along with Joe Sorrell. Please go ahead and support Joe Sorrell today at LakersBall.com and Symblades, Symblades with the Y.com. If you really like what we do, please go ahead and give us a shout out. 
either right there in the best Lakers chat room that there is right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Give us a like, subscribe if you can, wherever you're watching this or listening to us, so you can go ahead and support and get also the latest notifications of when we go live on the air with our next Lakers Fast Break, which I think comes Monday after the Denver game. So looking forward to that. But Howard Hill says, fabulous Lakers, strong will to win. He loves it. We all love it. I mean, as I said earlier, Joe, we've got our highest viewership ever as far as you and I doing this earlier in the broadcast. When people are motivated by the Lakers doing well, it seems to bring them out of the world work to go ahead and follow what everything the Lakers are all about. Winning is contagious. In my opinion, the greatest drug ever made. Winning is the greatest drug ever made in the history of mankind. And it brings endorphins, it brings dopamine, it brings all that clinical stuff if you want to know what that does. And it makes you happy and it, and it gets you excited and it balances those bad things that happen during the day or during the week or during the month. And it's, you know, sports, two of the, two of the things that are the most important things when it comes to sports is you can't fake sports. You can't fake talented uh, players in sports talented professional athletes you can't just hope that you know like you have to have the skill set and there's a very few people in the world that can do it so that's makes it special and then on top of that you you have sports and if, if you needed proof even though it was almost a tragic situation look what happened on monday night last last week uh this last week and you saw everyone come together in support of someone who was you know at the brink and all those problems that people have that they manifest in their head that's a that's an issue all went out the window and were focused on one thing that mattered and sports tends to do that a lot so those who criticize sports and criticize the athletes and call them overrated bums and overpaid bums you know there are certain players out there you could probably justify that for but in the end guys you have less than 0.000000001% of the population that are actually doing this. That's why they get paid a lot of money. Okay. Anyone, and this is no disrespect to teachers, anyone can be a teacher. You go get your teaching credentials, you go run the rat race there, and you can do it. You can't just wake up one day and go, you know what? I want to go play in the NFL. So you don't know the difference. Now you do. So sports winning. Lakers, this is what you get. I'd say the only team that would rile up more craziness is if the Cowboys win a Super Bowl. But uh, I don't see that happening anytime soon. Sorry, Cowboy fans. <laughs> Once again, it is the Lakers fast break. Yes. Zangerstein in her chat. Oh, well, there he goes. He's showing the Steelers fans out there. I, he, Zangerstein, Zangerstein just said if she thought just this right now, but maybe that dig LBJ said 30 is not working, so I had to get 40, kind of told the team, hey, can you please freaking score? And you know what? They did. Well, again, when you're down AD, you know your defense is suspect. And we it obviously showed in the first half of this game, and it didn't show really that much worse in the second half because it was actually not that much better. But the defense is something that's going to give us pains because it's really not that good right now, but they're doing just enough. As I stated in the watch party, they're doing just enough on the defensive end 
and they're doing it a lot more on the offensive end, just enough to squeak on by these games. I really think that they're accentuating the offense and that's what they need to do because defensively you can see they just cannot get it done consistently. If you watch the last three minutes of that game, you'll see that they really, I mean, De'Aaron Fox. The effort was there. They tried. Yeah, they, yeah. They, yeah, they, they really, you could tell they, they said, all right, guys, we, we can close this out, but we're going to need to re that's why Thomas was so tired. He was trying to do both. If you watch, you can't, there's very few people out there that can do both. There's a reason why you have Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, uh, LeBron James. I don't like to pick the centers because they usually sit back and wait, but you're talking about perimeter players that are both just as a good uh, defensively as they are offense. Those are even more rare breeds. How many guys that are first all NBA, first all NBA defense. So a lot of times the NBA, you, you have to pick one. And with the Sacramento Kings, you can't really play stout defense all game long. First of all, the rules don't let you anyways. You don't really have an AD to erase things in case you need to funnel things over. Uh, so you're going to have to kind of go toe-to-toe. You either, you either are aggressive and go for the win, or you sit back and you don't really punch, but then somebody like Floyd Mayweather is going to play that game with you, but he's good at getting a couple jabs and a couple punches in you, even when you're playing defensive, you know, playing on the defense. So you might as well just go after it. And that's what they did for 48 minutes. That's why Thomas was tired. And there's no other way at this point. You're talking about the highest scoring team in the NBA, which is the Sacramento Kings. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you gotta, you sometimes that's how you gotta adapt. And that's another thing we can, we can, we can talk about is, is how about that? How about the Lakers going in on a back end of a back to back on the road and telling the Kings for 48 minutes. Yeah. We're going to play just like you tonight. And we're going to beat you. And they did. No lighting in the beam tonight, my friend. I'm just saying, man, a, 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 a. adaptability is, is there's two things. If you're going to learn anything in life, confidence and adaptability, you have those two things. You can do anything. You can do anything. And the Lakers show that tonight. And they've been showing it even before, but really tonight they did. And they had the rest. They hadn't played since the fourth. And that was at home against Atlanta, and they lost then. So you figured they would be motivated coming out tonight. And offensively, they played a good game. And down the stretch, they were relying on Fox. And Fox was hitting for them. And still, they couldn't get it done. And again, that, all the credit goes to the team play, the fact that there was more than one person reliant on this the fact that there was no ISO balls, no hero balls, it was all a team effort. And even the mistakes down the stretch that uh, there was a couple, one that Russell Westbrook made and, and one that LeBron made that you talked about on our live watch party. And the Lakers still were yet able to overcome that. Smart plays, a great defensive play by Dennis Schroeder, tipping the ball away and actually getting the ball back for the Lakers. Really an incredible play when they knew that the ball was going to go to Fox really smart play. And then of course he hits the free throws again, a great team game, team effort, which is what you like to see. 
Yeah, there are those boneheaded plays that Westbrook and Le- LeBron do that I, I, it's usually always that, why aren't you just shooting the layup? I, I, I understand, I can under, I can at least criticize you for missing a layup because you've, You've got a distraction there by with the defense, but at least you tried to shoot. Yeah, but really this 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 shot. this last second passing to, you know, I don't know where they're going. It's like, dude, just go to the rim. Stop making that dumb pass. LeBron should not be doing that play. He is smarter than that. Why does he keep doing it? There's no reason for that. Now I'm hoping that should be, you know ascend to where where we're hoping they go to that i'm hoping they don't do this when it matters in the playoffs which i don't think they will but at the same time the reason why there's so much stress right now with these wins and where we do and we didn't i did enjoy the game tonight but i probably would have enjoyed it much better if we weren't sitting at you know 18 and 21 we were sitting at 25 and and uh 15 you know it wouldn't have hurt as much to lose this game. It hurts right now because we're trying to get out of this hole. You see what I'm saying? Because there's plenty of games where they, they had, there was a game that was amazing and they lost. And, you know, because they were, you know, you know, second seed halfway through the season, you're like, eh, you know, they're the teammates, some good shots, you know, it is what it is, but at least it was a good game. But this one is, it's harder to not be stressed over every game at this moment because I'm so desperate for them to just get out of this below 500 rut. We got close, you know, a month ago, and then all of a sudden we lost five in a row and it just completely crashed everything. And I don't, I don't want that to happen again. Well, I'm very glad and very happy for all the fans out there. This is something we've clamored for all season long, a consistency with this team. I don't still think that this is going to be something that this is not unsustainable as far as getting to the playoff mix. I mean, you and I have been down on the team all season. I ranked them 10th. You ranked them 9th as far as in the Western Conference in our predictions for this season. I still think that the Lakers, 3 through 15, are not the greatest bunch of guys in the world, but they are utilizing whatever talent that they have. Darvin Ham, I think, is, you know, as Sanger Science said, starting to learn the gig more, starting to learn as far as him being a head coach, more and more learning from his mistakes. Still doing some things that I know Z doesn't like and that a lot of people out there don't like as far as the small lineups are concerned, but he's learning to go ahead at least to adjust a lot more. And that, to me, I think is worth something. The fact that the Lakers did not fall apart in the third quarter, I think, is a step in the right direction. I really want to see them do that even more. If they can go ahead and be more consistent in the third quarter, just these little things, just these little things are helping the Lakers win games. It seems like it's been a little of this and a little bit of that, a little bit more consistency here, a little bit better effort there. If they can continue to do that, my friend, we could actually see them really get into the playoff mix even more. Well, because uh, we, I, I would say we've been fortunate to struggle in a year where your top seed and your bottom seed are a few games behind each other. And now you, you you're gonna have one of your you're gonna have your essential co MVP coming back, and your 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 role players are picking up the slack. So now you're gonna insert AD. Now imagine AD on in this game tonight, 
we probably win by 10 tonight because Sabonis isn't doing what he's doing with AD there. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's a fact. <laughs> that is exciting. That is very exciting. The problem, though, is I don't know how exciting I can get even when AD comes back because I'm always going to be worried that he's going to get hurt again. So we're going to have this kind of thing in our chest until the year's over with, with AD. But this is a good way to, you know. As long as AD is a Laker. Uh, yeah, I don't see the AD going anywhere. <laughs> what I'm just saying, as long as he's a Laker, you're going to have this fear that every time he falls down, that that's it. He's going on the injured list. It's just, you know, like I said, street clothes, AD. Well, this was worse. Anthony Data Davis. As said well, this was worse. This was worse because this was not a torpedo that dropped on his leg. This was it's just non-contact. Yeah. And non-contact stuff sucks. Yeah. It's always worries. Navicular bone, if yeah. I remember correctly. And I don't know how, is he going to have to play with pain the rest of the year? Is he going to have to get a surgery during the off season? I don't know. I, I, I'm not a foot doctor. I'm not a podiatrist, but the, the important part here is it's if, not a break that just really would have done him. him really, really that, yeah. that would have been his season right there. Sure. So I guess we can, we can enjoy what's been going on based off the fact that we still have a big player coming back. And then at that point, just don't get hurt anymore. AD the whole part is kind of out of the, I hope is just not something I prefer to say about anything anymore. I just feel like it's just a, a do nothing word. Don't get hurt AD the rest of the year when you get back and we'll have a clean shot at trying to make a run here. The only issue is let's say the Lakers, let's say AD doesn't get hurt and LeBron is playing the way he's playing and everyone's doing what they're doing. This team is going to be a top four team in, in, in the West. I have no doubt if that's, if that's, if this is how they play, we are looking at a team that's likely going to end in a, in a top four seed. Cause you don't need a super great record to be in the top. No, you don't because of the way the, the West has played out this year. There's no one that's separated themselves in any form or fashion. No one. And all the teams that are up there other than maybe Denver which the Lakers have their number a little bit, is really seasoned. They're not seasoned. They're not seasoned playoff contributors. Phoenix is struggling. Portland is kind of in there. Minnesota's above us or tied with us. Minnesota. Well, it's let me give you this. Hold on. Phoenix, Portland, and Utah are 2-8 and eight and 3-7, and seven, respectively, as far as all three of those teams. They've really done bad the last 10 games, all three of those teams. The Mavericks are a one-man show. The Clippers are always going to clip. They will win nothing. You can say that the Warriors might be a problem when they wake up, when they turn it on. I don't believe that's how that team works. There's only been one team in the history of my NBA watching basketball that's ever turned it on. And that's the three Pete Lakers. And I've had people say, well, what about the bulls? What about the bulls of the nineties? Because they're dumb and they don't really think I go, listen, first of all, the bulls never turned it off. Okay. They won 72 games that last three Pete, they won 72 games, 69 games and 62 games. 
They never turned it off. I think I think Michael played all 82 games in that last three-peat except for one one get one year. I think he played 81. So there's a difference. The Lakers, the first three-peat, or the three-peat Lakers of 2000, 2001, 2002 is the only team. And that was really more 2001, 2002, where they turned it off. And you saw it didn't happen in 03. They tried to turn it on in 03. Unfortunately, it was at the worst time because you had Tim Duncan's best season in, in his whole career was 03. If you had gotten 01 Tim Duncan, you might have been able to squeak by, but you had 03 Duncan, and 03 Duncan took that ball in game six in L.A. and stuffed it down our throats to end the 4 feet. So I don't believe the Warriors are going to be able to just turn it on. I think there's some major hangover from the finals. On, on, on what's going on, and I don't think they're going to really recover. So the Lakers have a chance here, if, should they stay healthy, to make a run here if this is how these guys are going to start playing. The only issue is East, out East. If we happen to make it to the finals, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> Joe, Joe, let's get into the playoff mix a little bit more and a little bit further, a little bit higher up in the standings before we start talking matchups against these my friend come on let's let's put the card don't put the card for the horse my friend let's 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 get there. this is not this let's is get not, above 500 first. this is not a portland trailblazer team who has won nothing this is not a portland trade trailblazer team that goes into the playoffs and bows out every year year in year out for a three four decades okay this is the this is a team with lebron james and anthony davis two nba champions one is chasing above immortality lebron james only has one the the, the kareem record will will be a, a, a festive moment but i guarantee you people will forget that in a week if not three four days it'll be over it's not a hallowed it's not a hallowed stat the most hallowed stat in sports is the home run record now NBA, NFL records, no one gives a crap. No one cares. No one cares about the RBI record in baseball. There's only one record in at least North American professional sports. It's the home run record. So LeBron will break Kareem's record, scoring record, and we'll forget about it after a week. LeBron is chasing one guy, and he has to win titles to even sit next to him at this point. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do squeak out a very tough victory. What an exciting game. 136 to 134. One of the best efforts from a depleted Lakers team all season. Just truly fantastic to watch. Great game. And I, again, I advise you, if you can, if Joe and I are there for the Lakers fast break live watch party, we try to enliven it as best we can. If we're not there, Nick Molina covers us. He does a great job there. Sean Grice is there. He comes in every now and then. So those guys do a great job heading up our Lakers fast break live watch party when we're not there. And then, of course, when we're there, we make it so much better as well. So if you get a chance, please go ahead and be a part of our live watch parties on, of course, playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. 
Again, if you get a chance and you have not subscribed to us already, please do so. We got a couple subscribers back that we lost. <laughs> we lost quite a few because I kicked a few out on our last session. The and I want to say something about track. that. I want to say something about that. I'm glad you did that, Gerald. I commend you for it. Uh, we've had no trolls arrive today. So you're, yeah. you're, we traded eight boneheads or 10. It was 10. Heads for now two more what looks like productive information seeking in, in entertainment seeking audience members we're here to we're here to provide a a fun atmosphere not a bunch of yahoos who talk about stuff behind a screen and a keyboard like cowards so that they can get some attention in their life. Okay, if you need all that, guys, go to the local park and go play with the Ducks. Or how about Lakers Nation? I don't watch Laker Nation. Uh, and Why do we send them their way? Well, I'm sure they're there. There's a lot of people watching their show. But, you know, you have someone like Zangerstein who comes here every show and is entrenched into our discussion. There needs to be a reward and a backing up of that. So for those who are watching, who are thinking about trolling possibly, you won't be trolling long. And I, and I love good banter, but some of the comments were just, I don't even know if it's childish, it's just stupid. Okay, they're ch they're, uh, children do funny things, goofy things. They don't do stupid stuff like that. You know, talking about, lifestyles and all that stuff what are you doing like what how's your life that pathetic make it fun make it fun if you're gonna troll troll with some conviction troll with some original ideas i don't we don't mind that but a lot of goofiness like that you know just wasting our time saying dumb things disrespecting the people and disrespecting the show by just saying talentless garbage if you want to troll, troll with some invention. And I'll commend you for it. You know, saying things like, I'm a narcissist. That's great TV. Because <laughs> I am. <laughs> that you are, my friend. There you that go. You are, but once again, it's the Lakers fast break. Truly appreciate everyone out there as far as a great crowd today. Awesome. The best Lakers chat that's out there is right here at the Lakers fast break. Z said it herself, good and smart banters are great. They're just trolling for the sake of trolling and hashtag are not productive, a waste of brain cells. Well, we experienced a lack of brain cells on last night's watch party and also the last night's live post game. So yes, today is much better as far as much more calm. Everybody seems happy. We actually had our highest numbers ever earlier in the broadcast. So we cannot thank enough everybody for taking time to go ahead and check us out. Jim House says Clippers are the Chargers in LA. The JV squad Lakers are always, they'll always be the LA royalty. The Clippers can win five back-to-back -back titles and it won't matter because the Lakers will always be number one. Absolutely no doubt about that. You know, but then again, I, I've already met my quota talking about that team only because you mentioned it, Jim House, because you know who gets upset. So I'll go ahead and just say thanks so much, everybody out there for being a part of what we do. Z, Jim Howe, Gotta Be the Shoes, Terrence, Howard, 
all Douglas was great on there as far as the chat concerned. We even got a new viewer from Mexico, Daniel DV3 on Twitch. Big shout out to you. If you get a chance, please subscribe on Twitch today so you can get the latest notifications when we go live on the air with our next Lakers fast break after every post game. The gotta be the shoe says the flippers need to surpass the sparks first. Well said. Well said indeed. But well, tw- Taylor again, Swift has more banners in the rafters than the Clippers. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is true. Zanger sign also real talk wins. Yes, real talk will always win indeed. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do squeak out a very hard fought competitive shootout just an awesome game to watch 136 to 134 joe any parting thoughts before we head on out i'm looking forward to seeing how the team reacts monday going to denver yeah but i will say this i will say this i'm gonna hope for a win but if there's a realistic result on this one it's you know this could be the loss here for the week i want them to beat dallas i want them to uh, get a little revenge on on dallas for what they did before matter of fact i think that was their last loss is that is that correct i believe so it was yeah. so let's 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 bring it full circle guys uh play hard on monday if you can squeak out a win out of denver that'd be great but i want i want i want to i want a good showing in dallas or against dallas and i'm hoping that by some miracle, if we can get AD for that game, that'd be really, really nice. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Needing an edge for your fantasy football team? Listen to the guys at Inside Sports Fantasy Football for insight that will help you reach your league championship. That's Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Check it out today on your favorite podcast outlet. Want to thank so much, Luca, Ski Life, Chris, Juan, everybody that was part of the chat that was a positive influence on today's chat. The best Lakers chat that's out there is right here at the Lakers Fast Break. If you want to be part of it, please go ahead each and every time out and check us out. Subscribe today so you get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air. Because we are going to go on a short week when there's only, like you said, Joe, only two games upcoming in the next week. So we got to fill the time up. That means we got to put extra shows. I think in, I'm thinking Tuesday, and also as well. Uh, let's go for another day. Wednesday, I'm excited I'm, about the trivia. I'll be honest with yeah. you. Yeah, I'm that very we're excited set up about for that. Later this year, absolutely not later this year. Later this month, we're going to do we're going to do that. I'm going to get some more contestants rounded up and see what we can go ahead and do there. But yes, definitely looking forward to NBA conversations because it's now halfway in the season. These teams are all right around 41 games. So we got to go in and talk about who's looked good, who's not looked good, MVP voting. So that's going to be a great conversation. We've got a Lakers history 101. We still owe you because we've been off on Christmas break. So Lakers fast break university has got to open back up so we can talk about the 2012 Lakers. That will go ahead and throw, I think, We'll see if we can go and throw it on Friday's program, uh, Friday. So maybe Lakers Fast Break 101 on Friday. So we'll go ahead and do that. But, yes, definitely looking forward to some great shows. And, yes, we're going to be doing a trivia 
show as well. We're going to start doing that every now and then. We're going to throw that into the mix. And, of course, we will pay off the bet. We will pay off the fact that Joe will be going ahead through the Blazing Challenge. I will also go ahead and do it live from here as well. I'll take make sure I go ahead and get the appropriate wings and some sauces as well. Uh, but I will have some ranch. I'm sorry. I'm going to have some ranch. I'm saying that up front. I am going to have some ranch. But I will say that it's been great talking to everybody out there. You guys have been incredible in the chat. You guys and gals have just been absolutely sensational. Joe, great having you here, my friend. Hey, if if Jamie and Sean and Laker Tom and the whole crew that comes on by whenever they want to, they can't make it, you know you and I are still here to gut it on out, especially after a great win. Well, Sinatra said 90% of it is being here or being there, depending on how you look at it. And we have a progressing show here. It is progressing into something that's creating an audience. And I will keep repeating this as much as I can. When you have an audience that wants to listen to you, watch you, hear you, value you, uh, as a show, you have to provide that for them. Otherwise, you're doing a disservice for you and what could be your livelihood. This is the entertainment business. We're in the entertainment business. People are working all day. People are doing things all day. And after a, a sporting game, especially after a win, it's exciting to listen to good post-game analysis, whatever, and be a community. And that's what this is. It's a community. I am. I have full confidence that, that, that one day we will be the number one Lakers podcast in the world. I have no doubt. And it will come from because we are here. We are here and we're always here. Uh, and I say always as in, we know that there's life that comes about here and there, but you know, that's like any other job, right? Sometimes Rich Eisen isn't hosting his show or Dan Patrick isn't hosting his show and he has a designated hitter. Sure. That'll happen every now and then, but more often than not, this is our show and we're going to be here and we're going to be here for a long time. And I have no doubt that this will be number one because we're, I'm not going to stop. At least I'm not, I'm not going to stop until, well, if Gerald wanted to stop, then we're stopping. But I'd have to. I'd have to get an. Old, I prefer you driving. I prefer you flying the Millennium Falcon. I want to be chewy. I want to be chewy. <laughs> nerf herder, you're calling me a nerf herder. Ooh, scruffy looking. Exactly. Exactly. We just, went, we just went full geek, didn't we? Yes, we did. Hey, remember what I host on my off time, the Pop Culture Cosmos, indeed. No, you got oh. to do the voice. Pop Culture Cosmos. There you go. There you be go. the shoes. Ask Gerald, who is my You're going to be known for that pop. There you go. You're pop gonna, Culture it's, Cosmos. It's going to be considered the pop. Pop. Gerald, let's hear the pop, and then boom. Well, that's until my throat to be literal, right? Well, my voice box will probably get destroyed (laughs) first. But got to be the shoes, says Gerald. Who is your favorite Laker of all time? We'll close out the show with that. 
Joe, I want to go ahead and hear your thoughts on this because I didn't really ask you about that. Ooh, that's a good that's question. A Very good, good question. One. I'm going to say because, you know, and during the 80s for me, I loved magic. I also kind of loved Chuck Nevitt. That was, you know, Nevitt, Nevitt. I, I loved Vlade. Absolutely adored Vlade. Just loved the skill set because it was so ahead of his time. But I'd probably say Kobe was just sensational. I got to love Kobe. I'd probably say Shaq. Shaq could probably be my number one. It's close. Jerry player, West is awesome for me too. Player, a sole player. Who is uh, your favorite Laker of all time? My favorite Laker was Magic Johnson. Kobe and Shaq were like my children. I couldn't pick between either or. I love them both. But then at the same time, I love Rick Fox too. And I love yeah. Rory. And I love D Fish. I mean, it's it's difficult to pick a favorite when it I is. don't. So if I had to pick, like I was a, a a fan, I was a fan. Like my favorite player was Magic Johnson. I probably again for me, it's very close between all those players. But I'd probably say Shaq. I, I'd probably say the one I really was rooting for, maybe just by the smallest of margins, would probably say Shaq. Although. Gosh, you can't help but love Kobe if you're a Lakers fan. You can't help but love Magic if you're a Lakers fan. What he, those guys did for Lakers history and Lakers lore in the 80s, 90s, and 2000s, yeah, it, there's just no doubt. I mean, your your emotions with the roller coaster of Magic Johnson taking you to the highs of highs, and then when he made the announcement, the lows of lows, and the emotion and the gut punch, and of course with Kobe, the same thing. How can you not love, uh, have love for, you know, I have those guys, those guys have been tremendous parts in the Lakers equation. Jerry West, true and true. Yeah, so many options. But yeah, Shaq for me was just the personality. I think the personality was the best thing about Shaq, as it always will be. It's, it's not just the fact he was so dominant. It's just because Shaq was Shaq. I, I love Shaq too. But the only negative I, I felt with Shaq is that he never embraced how great he was. No, he never did. And I'm not going to defend it. I, I'm not going to defend it at all. And and it 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 it's it's the Bill Walton effect in UCLA. I said it a few shows ago, where yeah, he accomplished everything beyond what you can accomplish. Multiple multiple championships, MVP. But you look at someone like Shaq and and the fact that he he didn't embrace how skilled and great he was. There's no reason why Shaq shouldn't have been a repeat MVP. And what he needed to do was play. Play during the year, and he didn't. Take things seriously, and he didn't. Uh, Shaq should have ended his career with eight championships. Yes, eight. Oh, yeah. And that's always there. Kobe squeezed every ounce of his talent imaginable. And that's with a commissioner that kept him from going all the way. Because as soon as Michael Jordan retired in 98, I've said this a few times about David Stern. David. Uh, Your favorite guy. Yeah, he was a hindrance to the, to, to the product. Whether it was through lockouts, whether it's through... Uh, cutting Shaq's prime down because of the zone, allowing the zone in, 
whether it was vetoing a trade that would have probably put Kobe in this in the six or seven title category. There's a lot of and it, what, if it was just one thing, it'd be one thing. But Michael Jordan, all due respect to Michael Jordan, he had an easy path, whereas Kobe Shaq had to deal with the fact that the league was trying to stop them on top of the fact that the teams couldn't stop them. And that's a, a lot of where my angst comes from with the league. And I take it out on the refs because it's one thing to change the rules to stop somebody. It's another to ruin greatness. And that's, he did it twice. He did it twice to the Lakers because I believe I still believe to this day, I don't talk about it a lot, but I have before, is if David Stern doesn't put the zone in after the 2002 season, Lakers would have four-peated because the Spurs could not handle one-on-one. They could not handle Shaq and Kobe one-on-one. Once they were able to zone up, it was it was a wrap after four years of playing that kind of pressure, that kind of ball. Yeah, yeah, I, I went deep into this stuff, guys. I, it really it really bothers me. I, I look at the losses more than I look at the wins, unfortunately. Well, today you don't have to because today was so, a victory. Terrence, I got, I, I'm glad he brought that up. Terrence, I've cried for two people in my life that weren't family and friends, Magic and Kobe. Now, talking about Magic, had he not had a situation – I believe either Barkley or Hakeem Olajuwon would have been a Laker. There was a lot of rumblings in the early 90s about Hakeem being upset in Houston and Barkley almost coming to L.A. If Magic doesn't get HIV, I I am positive that either Barkley or Hakeem would have been Lakers. And that would have been interesting. That would have been very interesting how things would have played out. And that would have made the nineties a lot different. That's for sure. Yeah. And I've said some really cool, you know, I've thought of some kind of off the wall stuff. Like what if Kobe, what if you insert Kobe on that Knicks team when, instead of John Starks, this is what happens when you just have to sit in the middle of Southern California freeway. So you got a lot of time to think. Well, I'm, I'm just a, I'm a, I'm an NBA guy. I'm an NBA, you know, I, 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 I know a lot about the Rochester Royals, which happened to be the team we played tonight. Can you, when you say that though, can you not have the Steelers hoodie? <laughs> well, I, I'm 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 a I'm a fan of the Big Three. I have I am a diehard fan of the Big Three, and I'm very knowledgeable in all three of the major sports in North America, which is the NBA, the NFL, and Major League Baseball. This is my life. I've watched. I mean, I'm not going to do this again next year because I'm, I'm too devastated still to this till, till now. Uh, I am not watching 120 regular season baseball games anymore. That's that's over. I'm not wasting my time anymore. With, God bless you. Uh, with a team that wins 111 games and then wins one game in the playoffs, one after 111, and then does nothing to remove any lack leadership. Instead, they're just, you know, I just, I, 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 there, there's, there's, you got to make, you got to kind of draw a line sometimes. But uh, I've watched all the Laker games except for one this year, and that was a more of a protest. That was a protest, yes. No one wanted to play, but we're 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 entrenched in this. We're we're here to, you know, if I'm gonna if we're gonna have a show that's gonna show evidence, knowledge, interpretation, 
backed up by legitimate results, well, what are we doing here? Are we just going to come and just yap like the guys on ESPN and Fox so that they can entertain the, the masses with just kind of empty stuff? Talk about rehashed BS, like who's the best player ever? Who's this better ever? Who's this ever? It's like, Jesus Christ. You guys have these production meetings, and that's that's the subjects you guys pick? You guys are getting paid millions of dollars to talk about nonsense, stuff that doesn't matter. Who gives a crap who the greatest player is? I want to know what's going on now. Why is LeBron playing the way he's playing? Why is Giannis doing what he's doing? Is the audience not understanding that? I think there's an audience out there that needs to be taught the right way or given the right information. If you're just going to play the heel in wrestling to, to entertain, eh, it's already been done. Do something original. Howard, that, that skip is... Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Skip is a douchebag, and I, I I stopped calling people douchebags unless they were really douchebags. He's a character character of he himself. is an absolute asshat douchebag. Okay, he has made a career being the ultimate troll with absolutely disgustingly low rent talent. I, I, I say I it to it better myself. I would have, I'd say to his face, and the chickens have come home to roost, or the rooster has come home to chicken, whichever one you want. And hopefully, I mean, I there's two guys, the second I hear their voices, the second I hear their voices, and I say this, that even not even looking at them, their voice makes me change the channel. Skip Bayless and that Pinocchio-looking mother you-know-what, um, Nick Wright. That dirtbag, <laughs> those two dirtbags make this job abhorrent to listen to if, if, if those guys are on TV or on the radio. And I just, I just made a receipt on it. So down the road, if, if we become part of the big show, I'm going to probably have to answer this one day. Joe, this is Nick Wright. We'll answer right for it. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, Joe? How you doing? But... I want to go ahead and, and end the conversation here with Zangerstein. Joe, there's a lot of people who give a crap. That's what their rating says. That's why it's so sad because it's a trash show. And we have we've seen the last week of the comments made by Skip, the inappropriate timing of it, the inappropriate comments in and of itself. You know, he said these type of things literally for years. And it just, at this point in time, since the whole world has come around this Hamlin kid who suffered such a great tragedy. It's finally now that, that, you know, he gets called out for some of the crap he's saying. And I'm glad because the fact that he deserves it, he deserves all the grant, you know, the, the crap that that's being thrown his way. And, you know, just the sharp though, kind of saying he's so offended. He couldn't uh, appear the next day on the show. He's your co-host. He's been saying this stuff for years. And it's just now that you want to go ahead and, and Sharp, just protest. Yeah, Sharp's another gutless. Yeah, give He's me not a break. Bad as Skip or Nick Wright, but no, but he's, I, a, he's, he's a he's a run with the masses kind of little little. I'm not gonna say it. Not a, Skip Bayless has been saying this type of crap for years. I'm not a I'm not a fan of of Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp is the kind of guy that would. If if he gets enough pressure on him, he'll he'll sway. 
he doesn't have any he 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 show he shows that he he has it but only when it's convenient and no one can get back at him on it that's the kind of guy he is and i'm going to leave it at that cuz i'm not going to get into other things but Shannon yeah. Sharp is the classic when he gets leaned on he cowers down really quick the only time he gets all bravado is when he knows no one's going to criticize him Zanger Science says Skip was made to up Jordan and Dan LeBron for the older audience, while Nick was made to defend LeBron and anti-Skip to be exact. So, uh, so the again, LeBron thing, yeah, they're, the not, LeBron, they're not my taste. It's I will say so not easy. It's so and again, I've I've criticized LeBron, but I criticize LeBron for immediate situations. I'm not sitting around making a career out of dogging someone because you know that you're gonna get feedback from that because you've also given him praise and credit where it's deserved. yes absolutely because lebron james deserves the credit for the things he does right guess what people we all do good things and we do some bad things too and you should be praised for the good things now what is good right that's a subjective thing well in sports it's a little easy to 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 kind of have a uh uh an idea. An, an idea, idea right? Yeah. Look, LeBron is dropping 34, 10, and, and 8 games. at, And the Lakers win. And they win. You, you There's no – this. that's not a – that's a black and white thing. That's not a gray area. That's It's the results, the stats, me. Where the criticism comes from could be, LeBron, why are you passing the ball behind you when you have a step on your guy? Go for the layup. Those type of things, you criticize them. We're criticizing what we're watching, what's going on at that moment, at that time. We're not just sitting there going, oh, LeBron will never be Jordan. Year after year after year. It's like, dude, who keeps watching these guys? Because that's why they're still on. You guys keep giving these guys attention. We're giving them attention right now. But at some point, that needs to go. But I... I have not given him attention when it came when it comes to being in the truck, being at home. That that channel or that channel on the radio, and the second I see their show, it is going to the next channel. That's and that's been for years because I think those guys are what make this business terrible. Well, hopefully people stay on this channel with us wherever you're watching it, whether it's YouTube, Facebook, Trovo, Twitter, Twitch, all the options are there for you. Or you're listening to us wherever you get your podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever podcast player you're playing. We just want to thank you for taking the time out of your day for checking us out here at the Lakers Fast Break. If you get a chance and you haven't already, I'll say it again. Like and subscribe what we do here at Lakers Fast Break. It really goes a long way. We're getting back near the 400 mark on subscribers on YouTube, so we're truly thankful for that. But it is the Lakers pulling out the victory, 136 to 134. They're now 19 and 21. They're in a virtual tie for 10th place in the Western Conference. Got to be the shoe, says gents. Who is coming out of the East and West? It's a little too too early to tell. I mean, you know, if you want to go back to our predictions way back when at the start of the season, uh, you know, I did say the team that shall not be named on this show that, that Joe does not want to be named is the one I 
picked to go out of the West at the time because of their roster. I did say that Denver would be leading the Western Conference, and I think Joe did as well. I don't know who we, I don't remember who you picked to come out for the finals. For me, it was it was Milwaukee. the team, huh? Milwaukee. Milwaukee versus who? Denver. There you go. And I was thinking, I think it was Milwaukee also as well against the team who should not be named. And I think. Oh, uh, hold on, Gee, Come on. Just say Clippers. You said you said it for me. There you no, go. No, no, no. I'm talking. We're talking about something relevant now. I'm not talking about okay. end of discussion. Yes, it was the Clippers. Where you keep yes, bringing the Clippers up. It's like I, I, I said. I said if they were ever going to win a title, it would be this year with the <laughs> roster they had going into the season. But you know what? They don't really look that good anymore, and I'm glad I'm wrong on that. I'm always glad when the Clippers don't win, when the Clips got a clip. I don't pay attention to the Clippers. I honestly don't even know what their record is. I couldn't care less about that team. That team oh. belongs. I can't wait till they're gone out of the Staples. And then and in the end, it's it, it was actually a good thing that they were there because it was two less road games. But well, Joe, they're only a game and a half in front of the Lakers. The fact it, it, the fact that 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 they've gotten this attention anyways is 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 just comical. They have accomplished nothing, yet they're talked about. Why? What, what, what's why? Because Kawhi Leonard? Kawhi Leonard can't even stand up anymore. Paul George is too busy going to nightclubs and doing his thing outside the theater. He'll come play. He'll do his thing. But he don't care about winning championships. Come on. Who else? Like I said, if they don't win it this year, I don't think they'll ever win. So that's fine. I'm looking forward to... This ride that we currently on as Lakers, yes, and I am going to hope, hope, I am going to say that if AD is healthy, because I don't see these guys not playing this well, there's no reason for them to stop. AD is healthy going into the stretch run, things are going to get interesting because of the way the West is playing out right now. I agree. I definitely agree. But once again, the Lakers do pull out the victory, 136 to 134. We will be back on Monday night as the Lakers head into Denver. After that, they've got a nice homestand of about five games, I believe, if that memory serves. Really after that, but it is a tough one on Monday. So they're heading into the Rocky Mountains to face off against Nikola Jokic and Denver. It's going to be at 6 p.m. Pacific. It is going to be on the Lakers channel. So please go ahead and check it out on, of course, playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. It's our live watch party. Glad to go ahead and host it for you. Then of course, after the best post game wrap up anywhere on the Lakers is right here. Zanger science says no Joe's because the Lakers front office are doing nothing and was not in the playoffs for years before LBJ and the Clippers have been consistently that is now owned by a billionaire who can pay. Again, Z, you know. Z, I don't know, I don't know how how old you are, but I've already seen this before. So that's that's where I again backed again, guys. I need to see it. And until I see it, I am going to criticize it, especially if there's a party or a group or whatever that keeps pumping it up into something that it's not. I watched the Portland Trailblazers for two and three years. Paul Allen, same as Balmer, this mm-hmm. billionaire that's got more money than God, 
Good point. Stacking those teams and stacking those teams. And what happened? 2000, 2001, 2002. What happened was the Lakers went, what was it, 10 and 3 in three series. Last two being sweeps. And I mean, the 01 was a complete annihilation. The 02 series, Ori hits a shot to sink them for good after playing really good in game one and game two. Z says, yes, that's true, Joe, but they haven't done it yet. But I'm only speaking about why the media is talking about them. It's about money. It's always about money. It's always about uh, about the Clippers. I believe so. Clippers again. They're still. They're never in the spotlight. I honestly, Z, I I'm pretty. They don't get the numbers that the Lakers. I'm pretty in tune with. I'm pretty in tune with the pulse of the league. Uh, there ain't really anybody talking about the Clippers except for Gerald. Same. Sorry, Gerald. Hello, Richard. Salute. I hope you guys are well. Salute to the chat too. Thank you, Richard. We know you're working hard out there. Truly appreciate you stopping by. It is the Lakers pulling out the victory, 136 to 134. Hope you get a chance to go ahead and rewind to check out all of our great comments, especially the first half when we had such a tremendous amount of people. But every single one of you that checked out our show, we cannot thank you enough for doing so. It is the Lakers fast break. Please go ahead, like and subscribe where you can. Follow us where you can. If you're on team replay, if you're on hashtag team replay, like petting my cat, because I think he's going to be watching this on team replay, go ahead and check it out today. We truly appreciate it. If you have any questions for us, comments for Joe, questions for me, questions for any one of our panelists, whenever they stop on by, I can always get a hold of them. So please let me know at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter. Also, as well on Instagram, Courtside Lakers and Lakers Fast Break on instagram we got two places to go to right there for you plus tiktok and of course right below on youtube or facebook you can always leave your comments there we do get to them lakerholics group i i apologize we uh, for some reason the comments just don't get through to us as quickly so i do try to answer it when i can but we try to do our best here to go ahead and answer your questions and comments as soon as we can right here at the lakers fast break rich are you talking about coming on to the show or are you talking business he says he went to the game yesterday he went to the game in la yes watching the hawks lose really very good yes very nice trade very jobs nice. he wants to be the boss one time in his life rich I, if i had advice on that when you're the boss, oh, he says the show. He says the show. Oh Rich, yeah, you're always welcome. Come on the Hit show. Me up on absolutely. Talk to Gerald. He's the producer. He's the magic man away from Sean behind the scenes. Magic man is the magic man on air. Gerald, well, you can see it. You can see it scrolling air. on the screen right there. Comments so you want to come on board? We're you were more than welcome to come on board. Any of you are welcome to come on board. Yes, to see you and hear you. I would recommend, though, make sure your production value is good. Make sure your Ethernet cable is connected to whatever yes. device you're using. And make sure you've got good headsets. Gerald, you have a very good one, I've heard. I've got one right here. This one right here, I got at CES. I've been there for the past few days talking with the great folks from THT Audio, Think Right Technologies. If you're interested, this is 40 bucks. So if you think this sounds good, 
and it sounds good as far as the headphones the mic for uh, when i listen to playback sounds almost as good as my 200 dollars audio technica headset that i've been wearing for years now so there you go it's only 40 dollars. it's right there on amazon i'm going to put the link in the description below i believe it's already there on for youtube it's already there on facebook it'll be there for the podcast outlets so if you're interested in a good gaming headset for 40 bucks hey right there for you on amazon but I will say thank you so much for everybody for watching. Listening. If you ever want to be a part of what we do, always hit me up. Best way to do it is LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com because you can put in more detail there. So go ahead and hit us up there. But I am looking also for contestants, for live contestants to match up against our knowledgeable Zen masters of Lakers lore, Joe Soro and Sean Grice. So I am looking for more contestants because we do want to go ahead and do a show, trivia show on a regular basis coming up starting later this month with the Lakers fast break. And yes, Joe and I will be eating some wings. Richard, uh, Richard says, Joe, eat before you go in the stadium. It's expensive. I got a blue parrot. Is that good? I've never seen a blue parrot. Neither have I. Uh, at least not in person. So uh, go Lakers. And go Lakers. Maybe, maybe bring the parrot onto the show and we can hear him or her say, go Lakers. Could be great. There you go. Great indeed. Sovereign, thanks for stopping by as well. Just got off work. Five in a row, fam. Glad you were hustling out there at work. Truly appreciate the hard work that you put in. And thanks so much for checking us out after a long work day. Thanks to everybody for being part of our, you know, your day. Just to, just so much tremendous support that we got, especially in the past 48 hours, from all of you here in our chat, everybody out there with their comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Twitter. We're getting a lot of love out there and we truly appreciate it. We'll be back on Monday, 6 p.m. is the start time for the game. So playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. We'll have a live watch party there. And of course, after the game, Joe and I will be here. Hopefully some others will as well. If you want to be a part of it, just let us know. We're always happy to go ahead and join in on the fun right here at the Lakers fast break podcast. <laughs>